Dr. David Banner, physician, scientist, searching for a way to tap into the hidden strengths that all humans have. Then an accidental overdose of gamma radiation alters his body chemistry. And now when David Banner grows angry or outraged, a startling metamorphosis occurs. April 13th. There's nothing that special about that day, but there is something that did happen that day. In the city of brotherly love, Philadelphia, Marvel opened up its doors to the Marvel Universe of Heroes exhibit. Now, this exhibit started off in Alaska, um, has been reimagined and expanded upon and brought into Philadelphia, where it will stay until September 2nd of this year. Um, then we'll move to another museum location, uh, I believe in the Seattle or West Coast area. I this past weekend I was able to take part in going to this exhibit. If you're on the Facebook page, you will have seen probably close to what 120 or somewhere closer close to the hundred mark um, amounts of pictures that I posted. Uh, from around this exhibit so if you want an idea of what it is or what I'm talking about go to facebook.com slash Disney Marvel's podcast and you'll be able to see them posted there um, just want to give you a brief outline of what this is and it's hard to describe if you are not a Marvel fan or a comic book fan when some people that I was traveling with or were very not familiar with who most of the Marvel characters were, uh, besides, say, Captain America, Spider-Man, and Hulk. But this was a exhibit that, whether you, this is your first exposure to Marvel, or you've been a fan of the comic books, or just a fan of the movies, it has something for everyone. It introduces you to how Marvel came about, the struggles that it faced um, in its infancy, uh, before coming what it is today and it is nicely set up where it tells you everything you need to know about the character or the process that you're looking at because it's not just about the characters but it's about the comic making process it gives you kind of in how characters came about when they came about um, for the comic fans they have a, some of the original comic books from the 60s the 50s, the 40s, and yes, the first ever Marvel comic book from 1939. All behind thick glass, of course. But to to see these, something that I, I thought I would, being a comic book fan for quite some time, um, and knowing the value of some of these comic books, uh, this was something that I, I really... I was intrigued to see. It is definitely something that you expect to see at a museum type of setting. Uh, plus the amount of artwork. You had 300 original artifacts on display. Um, from artwork to Marvel Cinematic Universe props to life-size statues. All within themed rooms. When you, you walk in and you show a, a little movie and you're, you get a few things and then you turn a corner and there is a statue, life-size statue of the thing sitting on a couch asleep reading uh, a book and then behind him you have all this 
life going on. Captain Marvel flies by, human torches flying around, and different things are happening in this window. And you're invited to sit down on the couch and take your picture with the thing. And um, it, it's it's a really cool experience. My kids got a kick out of this. And to see my kids excited about something that they've only known from the movies. And some of these characters, they, they don't know. They're not that familiar with the thing other than some pictures. Was was exciting to see, um, which is kind of the unfortunate part with about my trip because as much as I enjoyed seeing them and enjoy what they were seeing and and couldn't get enough of experiencing everything, at the same time I had trouble um, being able to take time out to enjoy some of these things separately, uh, particularly in reading the amount of information that they had. They had uh, a, anim a, a comic artist's desk and showing the, the uh, page sketches of creating a, a comic book in the process of creating a comic book page from earlier on, not so much of the what they have to do now. Um, and there's a lot of descriptors and things. There's a lot of hidden artifacts even on like the benches and stuff. There's little stories and stuff. So there, there's Easter eggs all over the place. Um, and then there's lots of artwork on the walls, um, comparisons, some charts. The the amount of information was quite surprising, and they, they touch on a lot of characters. You get a history of Captain America, like I said, you have the Fantastic Four, and then into Spider-Man, the Hulk. Uh, yes, they show the Grey Hulk, and then talk about She-Hulk, and they go into a lot of the, the characters. Then you also go beyond that. And you get stuff from um, Captain America Winter Soldier. You have the costumes worn from that. You have Thor's costumes. You have information, not just about the Thor costumes, but you also have stuff about Thor as well. Black Panther, that, that was a really cool one. Um, Doctor Strange. And the, the rooms are kind of themed. These are like little segmented rooms. Iron Man's in a very, what you would appear to be Iron Man's garage, and you have uh, three of the Iron Man suits lined up there uh, to take pictures in front of. Um, and then you have information about the Iron Man suits from there. The Doctor Strange one, I think, was actually the coolest because it is full of mirrors, and it's very, you get the illusion effect of how what you would expect from Doctor Strange. Uh, it talks about Steve Dicko creating it. and But the benefit of the Doctor Strange room, I found, was unlike some of the other ones where you kind of had to walk around and lean around to see the different angles of the costumes, the Doctor Strange ones, which had the costume for the Ancient One and for Doctor Strange himself, the mirrors allowed you to see what you thought was three costumes lined up, on one, to one side, one facing the other direction, and one facing you. But it wasn't the case because it was just mirrors. It was just the one costume. But you were able to see all aspects of it just by looking forward and not trying to walk around and then missing the details on the back, which I, th I found that fantastic. And then they had the lights going around. And just the, the amount of detail that Marvel put into this. It could have just been a straight walkthrough, um, a straight walkthrough exhibit. But it, it wasn't. They really did put their own personal touch on it. Which, being such a Marvel fan, was so nice to see. Um, 
was there more I wish there could have been? I no. It was it was fantastic the way it was. They did bring in stuff from the the now canceled Netflix shows. You had Daredevil's costume in there. Uh the the dark red one that he wore in the I think it was the second season. And um some stuff from Jessica Jones, you know, the the purple man suit. Um uh, my daughter was excited to see something that David Tennant had on. Captain Marvel's uh, green costume was there, and uh, one of the Black Widow uh, costumes was there, and so those were those were really nice to see, and you you kind of get a, a sense of again you, these are costumes that you see on the screen, and you kind of wonder sometimes how much is digitally affected and you know touched up for the movies, but to be able to see them in person, and the amount of detail that you don't see on the screen that is put into these costumes is is remarkable and like I said you get they really walk you through the story of how these characters some of these characters came about who they are and how Marvel kept progressing because you get like I said you get the early stuff and the Fantastic Four and Spider-Man and just more realistic stuff and then they kind of walk you through the progress of well how they expanded out into more of the cosmic stuff uh, with Doctor Strange and then also bring in Thanos, Captain Marvel, and the expanse of who Captain Marvel is because you have a, a statue of Miss Marvel. You have the Captain Marvel costume from the, the MCU movie and then you have this wonderful family tree diagram of the all the iterations of everyone who's worn the, the mantle of Captain Marvel. Um, then, you have, then they go into the Guardians of the Galaxy, the, of course, tribute to Thanos. Uh, it, it just it was remarkably done. If you are into comic books, if you tolerate Marvel, if you, you know, have just any slight, if you're okay with Marvel, you know, and then, uh, you enjoy comic books, definitely go see this. If you like the Marvel Cinematic Universe, go see this. Um, yes, there was a whole section on X-Men. Why am I forgetting that? Um, of course, you know, stuff to, for Logan. And, uh, which was cool because my kids aren't as familiar with the X-Men movies. And that was the comic book that I always gravitated towards. So to see that touched on too, that that was nice. It wasn't as big of an area as some of the other ones, but uh, that that was a really nice one. So yeah, if you like any of the Marvel comic books, if you like comic books just in general, if you're just into the MCU, or you're just kind of curious, what is this whole Marvel thing that everyone keeps talking about? I don't want to be bothered watching twenty three movies, twenty two movies, and. You know, try to catch up on that or read decades worth of comic. I don't have time to read all these comic book things, but I am curious, what is Marvel? Go to this exhibit. If you're in the Philadelphia area, this is definitely something to, to go see. But if you're not, remember, this is a traveling exhibit. This is something that's going to be around, going to different places. And you should definitely check it out when it come, if it comes near nearby you. Um... It's going to be in the Philadelphia area till, like I said, September second. So definitely, definitely go see it. It's it's fully immersive, with, like I said, with life-size scenes and uh, straight from the comic book world. 
You have the rare hand-drawn epics of the, the iconic heroes such as Spider-Man, Black Panther, Captain America, um, by the original artists. I mean, this these are things that if you're anyone, you're just, if you're just getting into them, or if you're too young to have seen these comic books when they first come out, you will have never seen some of this artwork. You have concept skip, uh, sketches, props, costumes from the the movies, um, interactive elements. My kids were standing there at one point with headphones on listening to the original 1960s Spider-Man theme song going on. Um, just, like I said, just tons of things. Now, how much is this? All right, so here's the here's the the annoying part. The, how much does this cost? Well. There's multiple tiers. So if you go during the daytime from 9.30 a.m. to 5 p.m., uh, last entry is it's 3.30. Uh, the general, mu uh, you have to pay general museum admission, which is included. So adults is $35, and children aged 3 to 11 is $31. Evening hours, which is Thursdays through Saturdays, 5 p.m. to 8 p.m., last entry being 6.30. Uh, general admission is not, general museum admission is not included in this. Adults are twenty dollars. Children three to eleven, fifteen dollars. If you're a member of the museum, daytime or evening, the adults is twelve dollars. Children are twelve uh, three to eighteen are also twelve dollars. They do offer group rates. Um, summer packaging pricing. Go to their website www.fi.edu uh, for information. That is. The Franklin Institute uh, website. So, have you been to the exhibit? Is this something that you've checked out? Or did you just watch the look at the pictures that I posted online? And oh yes, remember, since Marvel is part of Disney, you do exit through a gift shop. So have your wallets ready. You do have a lot of cool things. They have comic books, small comic books, um, designed for this for a dollar. So you, if the, this is something that intrigued your mind and you want to start getting either you want to get back into the comics, you're a comic collector and you want to get some of these because this is something specific to this event, or you're new to comics and you want to find out more about these characters. This piqued your interest. It's only a dollar. This is that's a fantastic price to get into uh, comic books and to get some comic books for, plus a lot of other cool merchandise. I didn't see anything that seemed it was really specific to the exhibit, which is unfortunate besides these comic books. But otherwise, you did have lots of other Marvel little goodies to to spend your money on. So have you been to this exhibit or have you seen the pictures? And was there something that really piqued your interest? Let me know. Send it out on the Facebook group, which is facebook.com slash Disney Marvel's podcast or on the Twitter at Disney Marvel's. You can also email the show with your answers and suggestions. Send it to DisneyMarvels at gmail.com. Or you can leave a voice message through the Anchor app or website. And I failed to mention, my favorite part of this was the tribute to Stan Lee. So I want to thank you for your time. I know how little time you have. These days, everything is always consuming up our times. We've got the holidays, got Memorial Day coming up. Thank you very much to all of our soldiers for all that you've done. You guys, I know, have so little time as well. And if you're listening, I how much I appreciate you. I can never express my thanks for and gratitude for your service each and every day, doing things that people never understand. So thank you all for listening. Um, and I, I appreciate it. If you guys could just take a couple of moments, 
go online, go to iTunes, rate and review the show. It really helps. Helps get the word out there. It really it does help with the show. Um, also, if you want to become a premium subscriber, please go to anchor.fm slash disneymarvel slash support. Because remember, this show is brought to you by listeners like you. And like I said, plan your next Disney vacation. Make sure, please check out our friends over at the Destinations with Character Travel. Their website, destinationswithcharacter.com. Or email them with info at destinationswithcharacter.com. Make sure you tell them that the Disney Marvel podcast sent you. Because... Whether you're going to the parks, you're getting ready to see Star Wars Galaxy, you want to go on a cruise this summer. They are the people to help you out. They will make it a stress-free environment, and it doesn't cost you to talk to them. So, it's free. Come on. Why not? So, just remember, whatever you guys are facing out there, whatever troubles, whatever darkness is in your life, don't give up. The strength is within you. You can overcome it. Be your own hero. And you too can achieve greatness. And I will see you next time. Excelsior! Hello and welcome back to Disney Marvels for the week of May 19th, 2019. This is episode 46. Disney Marvels, the show about Disney, Marvel, Lucasfilms, The Muppets, Pixar, Fox, The Parks, The Cruise Line, and much, much more. If it has to do with Disney, it's fair game. I'm your host, Matthew Graykin. Whether you're planning your next Disney Park vacation, cruise vacation, or just don't know where to start, be sure to contact Destinations with Character Travel, the official travel partner of the Disney Marvels podcast. Email them at info at destinationswithcharacter.com or visit the website at www.destinationswithcharacter.com and be sure to tell them that the Disney Marvel podcast sent you. Now for the news. The Walt Disney Company will honor 11 new Disney legends during the upcoming D23 Expo in 2019. In a special award ceremony hosted by Disney Chairman and CEO Bob Iger, Wing Chow, Robert Downey Jr., John Favreau, James Earl Jones, Betty Mittler, Kenny Ortega, Barnett Ritchie, Robin, Robin Roberts, Diane Sawyer, Ming-Na Wen, and Hans Zimmer will be celebrated for their significant and lasting contributions to the Disney legacy. Over at the parks, Walt Disney World Disney Mobile Ordering will be expanding at Walt Disney World to include resort locations. Mobile ordering will be available soon at Everything Pop Shopping and Dining at the Disney Pop Century Resort, the Mara at Disney Animal Kingdom Lodge, and Contemporary Cafe, Contempo Cafe at Disney's Contemporary Resort. These new locations will be in addition to more than 20 other quick-service restaurants lo located in the theme parks at Disney Springs. Fox 35 in Orlando is reporting that the Walt Disney Company has announced on Thursday that the University of Central Florida, UCF, and the University of Florida, UF, 
are now a part of the Disney Aspire Education Investment Program. This was something that we spoke about earlier in the year that Disney is putting money towards educating their uh, employees or funding their further education. This program offers 100% free tuition to eligible employees and cast members. It will also reimburse application fees and require, uh, required books and course materials. The Magic of the Holidays meets the magic of nature in a whole new way this year at Disney's Animal Kingdom. Everyone will be feeling extra merry and bright at Disney's Animal Kingdom this holiday season with new festive... Uh, with festive new entertainment and holiday decor in every land. On a sadder note, Tim Conway, best known for the Carol Burnett, uh, Carol Burnett Show, also in the Buddy series of movies, The World's Greatest Athlete, The Apple Dumpling Gang, and The Apple Dumpling Gang uh, Rides Again, Gus, The Shaggy DA, plus many other Disney movies, passed away on May 14th. Also in related news, uh, there was a delayed press release on the passing of Peter Mayhew. Uh, most uh, people will be familiar with his iconic Star Wars character of Chewbacca. He actually passed away April 30th, but his family uh, delayed the announcement. On to the rumors. From WDWNT.com, according to sources, the new Wreck-It Ralph attraction will reuse the existing theater in the round from the Great Escape, uh, Stitch's Great Escape, which is also was used for Alien Encounter, Mission to Mars, Flight to the Moon, but would attach video game style controls to every guest seat. With these controls, guests would be able to somehow be able to interact, um, play an interactive role in the show, given that Ralph and his friends are in. For the most part, video game characters, uh, this does make some sort of sense. How exactly this is to work, no one knows exactly. But with attractions like Millennium Falcon Smuggler's Run and some of these other one, more interactive attractions coming on board, it doesn't seem impossible to happen. And now for a short commercial break. <laughs> <laughs> 